Digital Marketing Radio, episode 188, Content Marketing Strategy. Chapter 7 of Digital Marketing in 2017. DigitalMarketingRadio.com Flying Solo with David Bain. David Bain. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 188 of Digital Marketing Radio. And today... I'm going to be sharing content marketing strategy with you. That is chapter 7 of the book, Digital Marketing in 2017. You can, of course, get your copy of the book over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Content marketing strategy, chapter 7, features Eric Enger, Mark Traphagen, Rebecca Lieb, Alex Tucker, Natalie Sisson, Kevin Indig, Laurent Burley, Mark Peck, Laura Hogan, and Andy Drinkwater. Chapter 7 Content Marketing Strategy Delivering business solely through paid marketing activities doesn't take advantage of all the free traffic generation opportunities. Content marketing is a way to build you and your business's status as a leading authority in your industry. It encourages people to interact with and share your thought leadership. It also builds brand recognition. The more that people interact with the content you produce, the more likely that they'll remember you and what you do when they're considering making a purchase decision in the future. Someone completely sold on the necessity to invest more in content is Eric Enger, founder and CEO of Stone Temple Consulting. Well, uh, my uh, top tip is to invest more co- in, in content than you uh, currently are. I, I think almost everybody this is a good tip for. One, one of the reasons why I say that is that with all the investments that Google is making in machine learning, uh, what they're getting better and better at understanding is... Uh, what makes a good page and a good user experience. And um, uh, from my perspective, that means that they're going to be looking a lot at content quality and the ability of your content to satisfy the breadth of needs that a user has when they arrive on a given page. So if they arrive on a page on your site, which is about one particular product, um, they're, they're going to want to have a complete experience there. So the investment in that content that you put there and the user experience of that page is going to be well worth the money. So investing in content marketing is key, but what kind of content do you need to be producing? Mark Traphagen, Senior Director of Brand Evangelism at Stone Temple Consulting, explains. I think what I'd like to talk about today and the main thing that I'm looking forward to doing both with Stone Temple and with our clients in the year to come is to, to maximize the value of our, of our content marketing. Because content marketing, I think we're all becoming conscious, building content is becoming more and more cost intensive if you're going to do it right. Um, we've had, nobody needs to say anymore that you just can't do schlocky content anymore. Uh, it's not worth doing. It doesn't get the attention. It get, uh, nobody reads it, nobody shares it. It doesn't build any value for you. So, <clears throat> If you're going to invest in content, it's going to take investment. It's going to be uh, expensive. It's going to be time-consuming to produce something that's worthwhile. So my strategy, my urging to my team and to everybody that we're working with in the coming year is to go for the max. And I call it the triple play. 
you've got to be striving to build content that does three things and does it all. And that is, you know, one is, you know, we always think about SEO value and that's a lot of people got into the content game originally just to do that. They thought like, you know, you got to have content for Google. You've got to have content <clears throat> to, to contain your keywords, to give something worth the search engines to look at. But I think we, I hope by now most of us realize that stopping there is, is not enough. So second, you want content that's going to also build your brand's value and reputation. So first, you know, not only SEO value, but once people get there and they start looking at the content and reading it, it makes them sit up and take notice. It makes them remember your brand. It makes them, makes you come to their mind when they're ready to, to buy uh, your product, products or services that you do. Uh, now, you know, a lot of people thought of those two things. The third thing is, of course, generate leads. Now, none of that is new. All of those things are things that we want. I think what I'm urging people to think about and to invest in is to <clears throat> work at content that does all three um, at the same time. That's, uh, you know, that, that's good for your SEO, that meets your SEO goals, your keyword goals, whatever those are, that, but is so uh, amazing and useful, or entertaining, whatever fits your brand, that, uh, that it builds the reputation of your brand. It's not just content to attract people there. It does something once they get there. And third, that it generates leads or sales, that it, that it leads people toward wanting to do business with you, if not immediately, then sometime in the future. So keep that triple play in mind for your content in 2017. Rebecca Lieb, analyst and strategic advisor at RebeccaLieb.com, thinks that not enough businesses are documenting their content marketing strategy. So my number one marketing tip recommendation strategy for 2017 is would you please marketers already document a content strategy. We're still seeing, um, you know, years into conducting this research that close to 70% of marketers don't have a co-documented content strategy, but nearly 100% of you are actually committing content marketing without a strategy. But without that strategy, you don't know what goals you're trying to achieve, you don't know how to measure your progress, you don't know what um, tools and, and resources you need. So you have to get this stuff down on paper or into the cloud and document it. I think one reason that marketers don't have a strategy yet is they fear that somehow if they write this stuff down, it becomes like, like tablets. It's immutable and can never, ever, ever change. You can always change a strategy. So what I'm here is, as today, is the angel of permission. I give you permission to change and adjust and amend that strategy as your needs and your goals evolve. But please, we've seen this tactic with websites, with email, with search, with social media. You need to have a strategy before you start exercising the tactics. So that's my wish, hope, dream, and recommendation for 2017. Thank you so much for the opportunity to share it. And Alex Tucker, an inbound marketing and demand generation specialist at practiceweb.co.uk, emphasizes the importance of organizing content to support the buyer journey. I'm looking at how we can help people to um to, to organize their content so that it supports the, the buyer journey. Um, so what I would encourage you to do is to think about um, how your, um, your prospect, whatever your, whatever your product or service, is likely to be in one of three states. Um, so so 
at, at the first state, they're, they're going to be, they, they don't even know they've got a problem. They have completely unidentified needs. And then at the second step, they may have identified a problem, but they either don't have the time, the money um, to do anything about it. They might not have the information or just not care enough. It might just not be that, that urgent. And then the third stage would be um, they're actively looking for something. Um, so, so the first stage, the, the content that we need to provide them is, is just our most useful content. We need content that makes their life easier. And at the, the second stage, um, this is all about social proof. So the best thing we can do to, to kind of bring people closer to us where they know they have some kind of problem but they're not doing anything about it is to think about our strategy for case studies, testimonials, ratings, reviews, and all of those good things. And then the final step where they're, um, where they're actively seeking a solution, um, this is content that proves value. So in the consumer world, this is our, our offer, our sample. In the B2B world, it might be your, your kind of free consultation for, for our kind of professional services clients. So those are, if, if you can optimize those three kind of content types to, to draw people through your marketing funnel, um, you're going to be getting much higher engagement with your um, with your content marketing. Um, and kind of final tip is have a look at the channels. Now, um, Google's kind of published a, 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 an interactive tool based on a lot of data they've got about what, about what channels are working in different industries. So if you um, if you search Google for, um, I think it's Google Buyer Journey or Customer Journey. You'll find that interactive tool on um, Think with Google. It's going to tell you which channels people are using as they move through the um, through the kind of buyer journey. So you can kind of match those to the, to the content types you need to produce and really optimize your um, your content marketing efforts for conversion all the way through. For Natalie Sisson, the suitcase entrepreneur, planning your content is a key element of success over the coming year. It's a little bit bigger than some of the smaller focus ones, which I love as well. Uh, but for me, it is to get your content marketing and editorial calendar all planned out like in this month. So it sounds like a big deal, but actually just jotting down your themes for each month, what you're going to cover on your podcast, your blog, your platform, in your emails. Uh, because the minute you have your themes set out for the years and you know what you're going to be talking about, you can actually create everything else and flow with it. So you know what promotions you're doing, you know what social media you're going to be putting out, you know how your content's going to flow, what you're going to be writing out in emails. And I have a free calendar if people want to grab it, I can give you the link later. But I just think this is the most important thing to be able to do. Just put it into your template, set up your year ahead and feel really in control and focused. But content marketing success isn't just about producing more and more content. Kevin Indig from kevin-indig.com actually advises on getting rid of some of your existing content. Yes, my top tip is uh, related to SEO and it is called pruning. It is a method that is comparable to cutting off the weak branches from a tree in order to make the whole tree stronger. That's how you can imagine it. And why would you want to do that? to improve your overall rankings for your important pages. Second of all, to not become panda food because the panda algorithm targets weak pages in terms of thin content and so on. Third of all, um, to save your users from actually seeing bad content coming from search because we all know how sensitive bad 
experience nowadays is. And first of all, uh, to save your Google, uh, sorry, your Google crawl resources. So how would you actually do that? So first of all, you have to identify those weak pages. And um, indicators for weak pages could be bad user signals like bounce rate, time on sites, pages per visit, um, and um, of course, weak traffic, meaning no traffic, no lifetime traffic in a certain time span, um, or no rankings at all, right? So you'd want to have an overview of which of those pages uh, are performing poorly. And um, with your analytics tool, you can use the Google Search Console for stuff like um, click-through rate. Uh, and you can, of course, use your rank tracking tool and export a list of all your pages that have rankings and match that against the list of all your pages. And then uh, with the last step, you would then set those weak performing pages to a meta no index, or you could exclude them from being crawled in the robust TXT, or you could simply improve them, rework the content and provide them a better user experience. Or your final option is to consolidate those weak performing pages with well-performing pages in the hope to just rank for more keywords and better for those who are already ranking for in general. Another man keen on managing content, both on-site and off-site, and the links between those pieces of content is Laurent Bourley from laurentbourley.com. Well, it's, uh, it's a tip uh, that goes back maybe like 15 years ago. <laughs> it's, it's still going on. And the thing about the French Touch SEO is that we went beyond what you guys um, actually achieved. Meaning, you know today that keywords are not enough. You gotta go beyond keywords, look at concepts, ideas, blah, blah, topics. But that's still about on-page SEO. On-page SEO, people figured out that it's not enough to just talk about the keyword, you gotta talk about whole bunch of other words surrounding the keyword to make to strengthen uh, to, to make the, pa the page stronger but what we found out is that beyond the page all the other pages also account for very much of the power of that page and how the pages are linked together with um, some kind of semantic affinity is the key and in France, we got already like a bunch of tools and it's basically becoming like a best practice. And on the other side of the pond, um, you, st you are still missing one part of the, of the solution. But we, if you speak French, you, you, can, you can try to find the information. Otherwise, you got to wait a few days, a few weeks until we, uh, we come out and explain it to you. But basically, before... Uh, before we get to, to explain it, you can experiment yourself with trying to surround the page with other pages that relate to the topic. Uh, beyond topical SEO, I call that the topical mesh. And uh, topical mesh, uh, topical SEO is more about on-page SEO, and the topical mesh is everything around the page. On-site, but everything around. And basically what's going on off page with, you know, uh, trust, trust flow is uh, also going on inside. That's my tip. And Mark Pack, Associate Director at Tenio Blue Rubicon, has a relatively straightforward tip that helps with bringing context to your content for search engines. My top tip is to do with link building and lots of people quite rightly still pay a lot of attention to link building. 
but often forget that just as you're creating and winning over new links, actually links rot at the other end. And so as you're getting new links in, you're, lo you're losing links out the back end as well. And particularly when you're adding links to your content to external sites to add that touch of authority that Google and other search engines really love. Think carefully about how long lasting the page or the piece of content you're linking to is likely to be. It's not likely to be long lasting, better to link somewhere else. So that search engines in six months and 12 months time, don't find a broken link, but still find a functioning link. Talking about links and the impact that they can have on your online success, Laura Hogan from Rice Media advises readers not to underestimate the value of Google's disavow tool. Next up, Andy Drinkwater, an SEO consultant at IQSEO, provides his opinion on how to improve your outreach. Well, I'm actually going to, for a change, I'm going to not talk about technical SEO because one of the uh, the big areas that, see, well, I, I live on Twitter and one of the areas that I see people complaining about all the time is outreach and the emails that, uh, that people will get on a daily basis. Uh, sometimes many, many, many times a day. And it's very clear that still there is um, a lot of confusion around what makes good outreach. Um, and I don't think that good outreach needs to, uh, needs to necessarily be complicated because a lot of people will just sort of send a blanket email out and hope that they get some, uh, some sort of feedback, some sort of response back from it as well. And, and in actual fact, the one thing that's missing is the, uh, the, like the part of the personal journey with it when it comes to outreach as well. And that is whereby you actually pick up the phone and you make contact with somebody. And I've been doing this for a number of years now with sort of great success um, with all kinds of uh, institutes. Um, and there's, there's universities, there's colleges, there's where you wouldn't necessarily just send a, a blanket email to. You need to actually do a little bit of digging, find out who you need to talk to. Um, don't just assume that uh, by, by sending an email out, it's, they're, they're going to be interested in what you've got to say, because chances are they won't. So have something um, ready that's, that's going to be of interest to them. Don't just assume that uh, you're going to automatically uh, gain a link from somebody. You're, you're automatically going to start building uh, some sort of like a, uh, a rapport with somebody over email because chances are it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen very much. So I would certainly say, don't be afraid to pick up the phone um, do a little bit of digging around, do a little bit of research, find out who you need to be talking to and pitch yourself as whatever sort of services, services you're actually offering. Don't just automatically go in there guns blazing and say, I want to link. Proposition yourself as a, as a resource. Don't don't sort of just go in there and say, right, I want to link to my website because you, yeah, <laughs> we all know how those end up as well. So uh, so yeah, pick up the phone and don't be afraid to where uh, to talk. Chapter seven: Content marketing strategy summary. Invest more in content than you currently are. Think SEO value, brand value, and leads prior to having the content produced. Document your content marketing strategy before focusing on the tactics. Organize your content to support the buyer journey. Put together an editorial calendar with your content plan for the year. Prune your content, determine your underperforming content and consider de-indexing or combining underperforming pages. 
Research how your proposed content compares with content that already exists. Try to only link out to evergreen content so that your links are still valid in the future. Try focusing on just one area of your site with a disavow tool. Don't be afraid to pick up the phone when conducting outreach. You can get your copy of Digital Marketing in 2017, the book, over at digitalmarketingin2017.com. Just scroll down, click on the orange order button, and you can choose from ordering the paperback or the Kindle edition on either Amazon.com or Amazon.co.uk. Then, when you've ordered, come back to digitalmarketingin2017.com to claim your bonuses. Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio, Digital Marketing Radio, that yeah.